Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hi there, it's Laura Wasser. And if anyone knows how much divorce sucks, it's me. I've been practicing family law for over 20 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces. Creating peace in families is how I lost my voice. From the top of the food chain all the way down to my very first case, which was my own divorce when I was 25. I wrote the book on divorce, or I wrote a book on divorce. It's called It Doesn't Have to Be That Way, How to Divorce Without Destroying Your Family or Bankrupting Yourself. That book became a bestseller because it presented another option for ending a marriage, one that doesn't necessarily include lawyers and one that leaves more money in both parties' bank accounts and less animosity in their hearts. We created It's Over Easy, the one-stop breakup divorce resource online with the same principles in mind. So welcome to the Divorce Sucks podcast, where we talk about breaking up, getting divorced, and moving on. I'm Laura Wasser, and this is the Divorce Sucks podcast, where we talk about breaking up, getting divorced, and moving on to your next chapters. Our guest today currently stars on the CBS hit comedy Mom, which was just picked up for two new seasons. She's a movie star who starred alongside Eugenio Derbez in Overboard. She produced and starred in The House Bunny and What's Your Number, and her additional films include The Scary Movie Franchise, 1, 2, 3, and 4. Not, Not five, five, too old. Not five, too old. Lost in Translation. Oh, I did really like you in that, too. I forgot about that. The Dictator, Thanks. Observe and Report, Brokeback Mountain. 30 seconds. Just, just my, that. just, <laughs> but I'm just so friends. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not I, supposed to interrupt. <laughs> it's inevitable. Just friends, smiley face. Keanu and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, I remember that you played that voice. You were very good at that. I like that. F- you, Laura. We saw that. I don't even feel like that was genuine. It was genuine. It just took me a second to remember that it, it was you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. what I, you put that on when you you're like you're you need to occupy your kids. No, I like that movie. He had yeah. a spray of socks on. Did you like cuddle up with your kids and you watch? Well, Cloudy I didn't with watch it alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a pedophile. <laughs> Okay, let's go back. I went to Had a retainer. Un- oh, sorry. <laughs> I went to University of Washington for a boy. Yes. I met another boy on this movie called Lover's Link. He had a hook. He had like he had he just he had amazing hair and twinkly eyes and um and I was like, maybe I shouldn't go to London. Oh no. Okay. And then I married him. Oh, that was Ben. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He did have really amazing hair. Okay. And, and twinkly eyes. Twinkly was, they weren't so twinkly when they were looking at his wife's divorce lawyer. But the hair, <laughs> that couldn't you couldn't help but notice the good hair. Okay. So, so you anyway, need him. So, yeah. So I do everything for a man, right. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really not strong. A man, it's the man, I'm, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, yeah, I moved to L.A. Um, I, it, but it wasn't, it, I was crushing hard on, on Ben. But it was also like, shit, what if, like, I regret not giving LA like I don't have anything to lose like if I if I give it a, a year and I'm a waitress and then then maybe I focus on um, becoming the great novelist. So wait, <laughs> did you actually ever wait tables? I did in Seattle. Okay, uh, to retirement home. Oh, oh boy, good I was, tippers. I was so bad. I was really bad. And there's only like two menu options. Right, and you still could. I don't oh, get it right. No, okay. No, no. So, anyway. so then you come out here to LA. No, no, no. So we'll, oh. we'll know the, the moving the, her along here, too quickly. This okay. is a this is a bragging, uh, not, not a bragging story, but I met Doug Wald 
my manager mm-hmm. through um, some mutual friends in Seattle. And because uh, I called these guys up and I was like, do you guys know anybody in L.A.? Like, I kind of maybe want to give it a shot and just see what happens. I'm sure I'll be working and whatever. And, you know, and uh, so I, I my mom gave me some miles. I flew down to L.A. I slept on a friend of a friend's of a friend's couch at the Oakwoods. Oh, boy. And I had no idea what was going on. I could not afford taxi money. Um, and uh, anyway, but Doug agreed to represent me for whatever reason. I flew back up to Seattle after that week, and he said he called and said um, that he that I should put myself on tape for for Scary Movie. And so I did. I'd never really done comedy, but I was never viewed as a really funny person. I think it's because I don't have any idea what my face is doing (laughs) when I I talk. Sad but true. But um, so so I put myself on tape, and they asked me to fly down to audition, so my mom gave me more miles because they didn't actually offer to make it. Your mom has so many miles. I don't know. Okay. God, no, maybe I owe her some miles. I'm sure she's Shit. fine. Maybe you could let her borrow the Thanks, Stoney Laura, for a for week or something. <laughs> the painful subject. That's me. Okay. So anyway, so I, I, I was lucky enough to get the scary movie pretty immediately. Okay. And, and it's all just been... So when did you start... And it's all been glorious When did you start working with the Ks, with Karen and Kiwi? Uh, that was... Um, they... Uh, I, I lo- Are you good friends with them? I'm friends with Karen McCullough through Matt, through gotcha. my boyfriend. But gotcha. I know okay. that we met one year at a party also when you... When Kiwi was there at yeah. the at the goal, at the Goodman's house. So they uh, they're the writers of Legally Blonde, as you know, mm-hmm. and they um, they asked to have a meeting with they, they wanted to have coffee, and I was so flattered. And um, they said, "Do you have any character ideas?" And I said, "Well, I was kind of I don't know. Like, what's it like to? I've been thinking about like if you're a lower echelon Playboy bunny, and you, um, you you're not high enough to be like." A wife. <laughs> yeah. And you get a little too old, and it's time for you to, to move on. Um, a, who tell, who breaks the news? And B, and, and I pitched them. I was like, so, you know, I was thinking about this character. Maybe she's like a meth addict, and maybe she's like... Because um, that's always funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she grew up with, like, kind of an abusive stepfather who's really religious, maybe in a you know, I don't know, a town in Alabama, maybe I have a southern accent, I don't know. And so I'm like, like sort of just rambling on about this tragic character. Um, and they were like, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. And then we were like, bye. And then a few days later, they called and they were like, we like the Playboy Bunny idea, but instead of her being a meth She addict, has all of her teeth, nobody beat her. she becomes a house mom at a sorority? I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, all right, great. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a very funny movie. Thanks. I'm really, you were very funny. Thanks. We pitched that movie 24 times. Wow. And it was the 24th time, obviously, that, that, that sold it. And um, and it was to Happy Madison. And I'm so grateful for Sony and, and Amy Pascal and Adam Sandler for for believing in that, like, ridiculous Is this what you said idea. when you accepted your Stoney? Oh, no, it was for Smiley. Okay, um, so Laura grateful. Wasser. Amy Pascal. Um, I'm so Adam grateful. <laughs> um, 
to Laura Wasser and Doug Wald and Johnny and Jeff and everyone who has helped me. Offer. You do not forget to mention Offer. It would send him into a Robert Offer. Would, yes. um, I know you're listening and I can't thank you enough. You've always supported. You've always from. He's somewhere going, what you what's have a been podcast? <laughs> What's a podcast he told, author? He told me, oh, I don't know, maybe a year ago. He was like, listen, if you, like, what, like, I don't care if you don't want to do television or movies anymore. You can go podcast your dreams away, like in Canada or something. It was like, first of all, why, why are you picking on Canada as a podcasting? <laughs> like, I mean, I know that everyone, because I'm from Seattle, people think I'm from it's Canada. further away. Well, it was also the Regina. Where you guys ah, filmed Regina. Yeah. Can you say come on Laura? Okay. Give us a second. Tell us tell us no, no, what no, happens when us, you're leaving the town. Give and us it says a, Regina. When it says when you're leaving it says Regina. Oh. The city that lo- rhymes with fun. Oh welcome to Regina. And the city that rhymes with fun. Okay, I could, I, the, 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 my plan B, instead of becoming a great novelist, is, por- is, 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 is porn voiceover. Porn voice, yeah. I like it. I'll, I'll just dub in, you know, like, uh, other people know. can do the there other There must be a market for that somewhere. There must be, But the right? face thing, oh, see? yeah. Your face does look oh. funny when you're doing it. It does, in a good way. In a funny, with this complete in silence. <laughs> yeah, more funny How? in a good way. Funny in a good way. Samantha James, funny in a good way. I think that was a dig, Laura. It was, and I a think dig. you're going to have to examine this. <laughs> you're going to have to examine all your relationships with women. For those, of, <laughs> I I do all the time. For those of you who don't know, especially the ones that are not for profit, Regina is a city in Saskatchewan, in Canada. That is where Just Friends was filmed. Yes. Again, sorry. I keep bringing it back. I, yes, I, I love this. Is not this is a very informative it podcast. Is. It is isn't informative. It? Okay. It's not only about divorce. It's about geography. <laughs> Let's talk about in North America only and other regions where there can be a stand-in <laughs> pair of breasts for Anna Ferris in Love Lane. What? Love Lane? Do you know nothing about horror films? I was thinking about Linda Lovelace because <laughs> of the porn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we get to... This is all, I don't know if this is interesting at all. It is interesting. All right. Isn't so then it we get to scary movie. Okay. No, forget scary movie. I'm on to TV. I want to talk about mom. I want to talk about when you started to do But I did scary movie. One to do four, too old to do five. Really? Did they tell you that? Who told you that? Did somebody from the Playboy Mansion tell you that? Hugh Hefner was like, oh, honey, you're too old to do Scary Movie 5. No more parody for you. <laughs> was that, that, I, could, I could work on my Hugh yeah, Hefner. Yeah, this is after he's been dead for a while. He said it like that, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. With any luck, we'll get buried next to him as well, right? No. Where is he buried? Is he I in think, Hollywood I forever? thought that he was like buried next Like it, He had bought some plot All next to people. Marilyn Monroe or something. Oh, that would be Hollywood forever, wouldn't I it? don't know. Yeah. Am I, I'm totally spreading. Right. Johnny, can you verify this? He already pulled up the the lyrics to Forgiveness. You know Ooh, that, right? Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then the, I have to ask you some divorce questions, I oh, guess. Okay. okay. <laughs> Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. Forgiveness means accepting people's flaws, 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 flaws. 
To forget is divine. So let's have a glass of wine and have makeup sex until the end of time, 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 time. time. There's more, but I won't. No, this is this was perfect, Johnny. It was perfect. You, Laura. No, I wasn't cutting you off. You were I just totally it was cutting perfect. me. That was a good resting place. Like Jeff. next to Marilyn Monroe. Oh <laughs> next. <laughs> you. We're getting buried to... together in the same coffin. That's going to be your punishment. You would have to go well before your time, my dear. Much older. And probably somebody will come after me one day. Okay, so. Johnny, ooh, 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 wait. Ooh, what? Wait, who's going to murder you? I don't know. I always feel like you need to make the list. Oh, the, I have three people. My secretary, Vicki may... Neuberger, has the list. Think about all the people oh, that must I thought Vicky was going to murder you. No, 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 no. She I was, was going to say, sure are you sure you want to do it? She has her moments, but there's also the opposing parties who, <clears> um, yeah. No, no, no. But uh, no. Your divorces were very amicable. I oh, would like yeah, to yeah, think no, no, that Ben no, and they Chris won't murder me. don't. No, me, I mean, your lawyer. They take The lawyers really take a lot of the heat. There are some women particularly out there that. Really? Yeah, I would not want to meet in a dark alley. Do you think that, what is that? Um, that is people not wanting to actually accept the fact that their spouse is making the calls about things, which could be a good thing. I'd rather them hate me than hate the spouse that they have to co-parent with. Do you think, and this is, this? I'm delving into like sexist territory here, but do you think that in your industry and in the entertainment industry, there's more pressure to be overtly aggressive, sometimes unnecessarily so? See, this is where I'm getting. I, I, like, I I'm, I don't want to walk into. No, like, no, no. I think that's a fa- look. I have spoken on a lot of women's panels, talked to a lot. my industry. Fortunately, I have not seen the kind of sexism with regard to harassment or with regard to pay that you guys have in in your industry. So we've been lucky. It's lawyers. It's kind of a cottage industry yeah. in terms of divorce. But the aggressive, I have had young lawyers that consistently swear, consistently yell. What do you do? What the f- do you mean? We'll do one thing on a, on a phone call, We're but not then... supposed to do that. You told me it was okay. It's okay on the podcast, but if you're a young lawyer and you've got oh, a, you know, a right. mouth like a trucker, right. it's not... He make, needs those f***ing sunglasses. Right. It doesn't make you tougher. It doesn't make you, you know, banging on the table. That It's a style, but it's, I don't know that so you like have an, to do an that. unnecessary fight. Yes. 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 And in my profession, you try to avoid that at all costs, but again, if your lawyer's doing that... They're probably causing conflict, which causes fees, which then you're out. There is the unnecessary fight because, you know, having, I I feel fortunate enough that I've worked with, um, like these amazing actresses and I've been, you know, whatever, between the house bunny and mom, I work with a lot of women and it's been amazing, but it's almost like we're not taught how to be overtly aggressive. So minor things become bigger things and that happens with i've seen it with with men too i mean for instance there was this one time i really really wanted this like cleansing juice and one of my co-stars was like i'm taking that and i was like i love you guys are you believing this keep going what happened with the cleansing juice it's a made-up story i would never cleanse myself (laughs) look at me oh that's a good point look at me I don't even know what this is, but okay. No. I thought maybe you were on a cleanse at some point. No. You're a Hollywood No. Person. No, I'm not a Hollywood oh. person. Oh, you're I mean, not I, Maybe I am. Okay. I'm just the worst of them. I just don't cleanse. Okay. I should cleanse. 
You look very clean to me, but again, maybe that's because you have your Kopari. <laughs> Kopari's getting a lot of play in this episode. I hope they appreciate it. All right, so there was I don't no. I don't... I smell. You don't smell. I hugged right, you before. Right. I wanted to see something self-deprecating. Like oh. I also, you know, in my first divorce, I decided to get fake tits. So. Oh, well, there Which, you go. You know, I uh... how'd that work out? Rad. Okay, good, good. They look good. Now, when we go for the international Johnny, distribution rights, we can use y- the real thing. You might not be into them, but man, they're cute. They so, look very cute as to me. Lord, yes, they look they're, cute they're, too. They're, 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 they're even yeah. better. Yeah. You know what was funny? My you're really first... aiming them at the wrong side of the table, babe. <laughs> does that mean you don't like it? Or that mean like they're it? so good that he just doesn't even know what to do with himself. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, after my first divorce, because Ben, he was always like, you should, like, get a boob job. Because I had... So you, boy, did you show him. Ben, and I was like, look- you. I'm a f***ing, like, feminist. Like, I don't need tits, whatever. And then, and then and then I was like, huh. Huh. That would be interesting. What would that be like? And then I was like, yep, spontaneous so decision. Can I ask a question about the fake boobs? Sure. Again, I've never asked anybody this, because you're... So- Rad. You're even littler than I am. Is it does it is it uncomfortable to have like extra weight on your body? No, no. I mean, it, is it painful for like a little more than they say? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Just like. But now, now that any... you've been the bearer of the boobs for a certain period of time, I'm considering this. I I said to oh. Melissa, and she said, "You're 50. Like, why bother?" Which is kind of a good point. Oh, I. You would look great in a bikini. Oh my though, god, got, Laura! Yeah, maybe it's... I don't look great in a bikini now. No, no you look. You, you, you're, so, you're, f- you're smoking hot, man and nobody should change their body hotness. for any other reason for themselves, okay. right? Like, I, oh, well, I, I wasn't going to change it for Johnny, Jeff, and Norm back there. But did I sure. want to experience? I'm doing it for Ben. What? <laughs> what? It, what it would be like to have a, a rack? Yeah, if you will. Yeah, and I was, I was like, yeah, yeah. Instead of you know, it's like it was like studying abroad. Okay, so this it's is like, pre, this is pre Jack the boot. Like I'm, it's like hiking to Machu Picchu. <laughs> Just less work. <laughs> so is it was you pre before you had a baby? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no issues there with pregnancy, breastfeeding. Oh well, we, uh, no, not. I'm bre- sure not I should know this. Okay, not breastfeeding, but um. Uh, but but pregnancy was hard. Like, you know, I got pregnant at 35, and it took about a year to get pregnant. Um, and I, I I was and I was having like this. Um, I felt like ugh, I hate it when women describe pregnancy as amazing because it's so boring. But but I was having it wasn't good. It's because it was a boy. You have good pregnancy. Yeah, but but boys. but he he was born. He, my water broke at seven months. Oh, so he was in the NICU for uh, over a month. It would. Uh, this is now we're getting like we're off the boob job okay. talk, yeah, right, Laura? Now, on, now right. we're on to preemie. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so it was terrifying. It was ter- just terrifying. And, and how? And you and Chris were one hundred percent in this together. Oh, yeah. He seemed like. Oh, I mean, I read about he some was of this. so amazing. Okay, and he is such. He really is such an amazing person. I. I'm really, I'm really grateful that we're so close and that we're like, that we have this, this, I think that we both, I know that we both just want the best, like just happiness. 
Well, a lot of people want that, but sometimes they can't effectuate it the way you guys have been able to do. Big news when Chris got engaged to Katherine Schwarzenegger. Big news when you, I don't know, tweeted, Instagram, whatever you said, like, I'm so happy, congratulations. That's huge. That's like conscious uncoupling, taking it to the next level. Oh, I'm all... so proud of myself. I'm such that's, a big person. You don't, you don't have to be because uh, I am. And that's the well, message no. we want to talk to our our listeners about, well, which is these are cool Rockin' famous people, be like them, be cool. Well, it's a t-shirt. Does, if I've you know, ever heard Chris, of Chris and I had a long conversation about earlier on about how it's like we we wanted to. Our goal was to like have group Thanksgiving dinners together. Yeah, like in to to be at that place. And so it's like, do we do that sooner, or, or do later? we wait a little? Right. Like like how like d- grudge holding is not something that I think Chris and I do. Right. Like, he he's... Although, maybe I do. I feel like I probably... Maybe with some people. Anyway, I'll examine that later. Not with Chris, though. I'll examine not that. Not with the father the of your child. No. And and so we, we wanted to make sure, of course, that Jack was happy, but that we were happy and supportive of each other and that we could have, like, this idea, this fantasy idea of... Like, do we all spend Christmas together? Do we all vacation? Like, like, how do we make sure that everybody that we love feels safe and that we also respect the love that we had for each other and have for each other? And um, so I think that um, it. So he, he, you know, and he he was he he was so sweet as he always is. He called me and he um, he was like, you know, so I'm going to ask. Catherine to marry me. I just want to give you like a heads up. And I was like, that's, you know, that's awesome. I told him I was an ordained minister. <laughs> Do you think that which, would, uh, so I don't, he, I don't he, know he, that that's going to happen actually, that you're going to marry Chris and Catherine. For just saying, I don't mean to be a naysayer, but <laughs> how do I get attention out of this whole thing? <laughs> you you got to be on the divorce sex podcast, dude. This is your attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, I, I, I'm so, you know, I really, I really, you it, love it, him and you want him to be happy. I, I think that this, like, under all of these like uncoupling circumstances, I think that we are are so good and respectful towards each other, and I think that there's so much kindness and love, and I and I know that we want to get to that ultimate goal, and I know that it sounds like no, it doesn't. Uh, like we do that lame. We do that. And, we do and that. Optimistic. At but, it's doable. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and that's you know, and I and that's what I want because because it is very difficult, of course, to like, um, to be completely separate from somebody that you've spent so much in both like emotional investment with for right. a long period of time. I had two ten-year relationships back to back. So how do you emotionally? leave that person behind with like a scalpel or you, you know um that's that's a tricky thing to grapple with um don't you guys think i mean you guys are both nodding at me like you understand what i'm saying and i know that you do but you don't want to actually talk no we do i didn't want to interrupt you again it no, absolutely I felt like is I was difficult vulnerable and then i got then so that's why i turned it back to you guys i'm no. sorry about that it it is hard, but you find a balance. That's all I can say because I've done it now twice. So the first little bit is hard. You say all the right things, and it's kind of like a fake it till you make it if you don't really feel it. And then it just kind of clicks into place. And I'll give you an example. 
Minor, the father of my younger son, okay, my Jack, who's nine, Minor has a daughter from a prior relationship. She's 18, Alix. She's like my daughter. She lives in Brussels, but she was in town this week. She still stays at my house. I know it's hard to. She sounds like she's beautiful she's and, like, like, and probably really gorgeous. smart. She's like oh. a princess. She's she lives amazing. In Brussels. But she's so great really? and she hangs out. So it's Alix, who's 18. Well, don't invite me over when she's around because I'll be jealous. Luke. <laughs> Luke, who's 13, and then Jack, who's nine. So there's five years between all of them, and we just have this constant revolving door of, you That's know, so minor, nice. David, Where everybody's everyone feels there. Safe. Yes. And it's totally fine. And again, it took a little while to get there, but big events, Luke's bar mitzvah last year, everybody was there. Everybody's there. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's in family I don't know, pictures. I wasn't there. You mean, <laughs> um, invited. Sorry, okay, I'm not going to be bitter. You were away. Like you were yeah, in Italy. Yeah, I'm sure. I just kept Fine. sending the invitation. Regina, whatever. So, oh, Regina. You need to replace your home's old fire safety equipment every 10 years. In other words, toss it 10, then start again. And the best place to start? The Home Depot. Pick up the latest fire extinguishers and smoke alarms from Kida. The alarms come with lithium-ion batteries that'll last for 10 years. Exactly the right time to start again. Today is the day for doing and saving on Kida fire safety equipment. Now at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Need help keeping up with the Kardashians? I would not be surprised if Kylie Jenner hires a private investigator to follow Travis Scott around and make sure he's not cheating. Join blogger and king of snark Perez Hilton to keep track of their latest family drama, as well as everything else happening in the celebrity world. She also said, I am not clickbait. And that's what I disagree <laughs> with. Because well, she is clickbait. Download new episodes of the Perez Hilton podcast every Monday on Podcast One. All right, let's pick it up from there. Getting back to what we were talking about before, I'm Laura Wasser, and I'm here speaking with Anna Ferris on the Divorce Sucks podcast. Can we talk just a little bit about being a mom and working and being on mom and maybe, having that relationship? Laura, maybe. Or maybe I dramatically take off my headphones <laughs> and storm out, out because you weren't invited to the Weber bar mitzvah. <laughs> You have a choice. You can go Jack's mom or show mom. Oh, wait. As the host, are you supposed to let me do that? Yeah, you're good. I'm comfortable with you. Go ahead. What do you want to say? Oh, my God. I feel like I I can't. Well, all right. So, um, being. You're doing. (laughs) You, Laura. I was thinking as I was driving everybody here, I was like, you know what? I wonder if Laura will say to me, like, don't get married again. And maybe I will say to her, but isn't there like, don't you just get back on that horse? <laughs> like <laughs> my next chapter. That's what you want to talk about. But my next chapter. But you don't necessarily have to get married. You well, are a bit of I, an annuity to the firm. I, I very much appreciate that saying. So what, what what was your stepdaughter's name that lives Alex. in Brussels? So I'm I'm helping her uh, I lifestyle don't have to pay for in Brussels. <laughs> paying the rent in Brussels. Yeah. Thanks, Aleeks. <laughs> Hope you enjoy those f-ing waffles. She likes strawberries a lot. 
Fatalist. Okay, yeah, I'll send her a crate of strawberries. (laughs) (gasps) No, no, but uh, sorry. I don't mean to be bitchy, but sometimes it's fun. Alix is home crying right now. No, no, wait, Alix. No, I love you. No, I love you. I love you, and I really want to meet you. I just was Henri with Laura for just a second. But it wasn't really Henri. Guilt. We always talk about guilt. but, But it is reassuring to have that understanding that other moms, of course, feel the guilt. And what I've struggled with, I think, I probably would have struggled with it anywhere, but is the um, the pressure that other women put on themselves with, like, like I'm sending, you know, Jack to school with, like, you know, processed turkey <laughs> and like mayonnaise and I don't know. Or if you're not the one that shows up to take him to the thing oh God, or I you don't am. do the in-class oh, things. I never am. Or have you become friends with other moms? Nope. <laughs> There's a couple of them that I'm like, hey. And then I'm terrified because I don't know who they are. But <laughs> Or who their kid is. Then you're like, oh, how's Moesha or whatever. And then you don't, you don't, you know. I don't think we have Moesha's a Moesha. awesome. <laughs> She's doing great, Laura. Moesha's She's like not the my most kid. It's popular. Madison. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have that same problem. Okay. So, so okay. That with the kid. But Jack's very happy. But, but no, I mean, but don't you think even that, with processed that is, turkey. That is like a, like, you know, it, it is like the, I know this, this has been talked about a lot, but, but I think that men get let off the hook or congratulated if there's a small gesture and then there's this feeling of like are are we being judged as women if we like if the apple isn't organic or if i didn't home make the snack homemade cookies for this birthday snack yeah i I have a good trick for you though you just take them out of the container yeah. That they come in at the market and then put them in like an old tin foily kind of a thing or cookie. Ooh. And then it seems mm. as though you've mm. baked them yourself. Huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Jack and I spent all Sunday. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Oh, you have to let your kids in. Every love. My kids actually now say to me, can you just take them out of the thing and put them on the plate like you used to, please? <laughs> but the problem is, is that I, I don't want to fall into like that female guilt that... That we've kind of set up for ourselves. Then you could put a note on the and front maybe, of the actual market thing saying, did not bake these, f- you. That you could do that too. But, but there's also a high likelihood that I am absorbing something that's not actually coming to me. That's true. You know, like uh, like maybe people aren't actually judging me, but I'm self-obsessed. So I think that they are, and I feel guilty about everything in general. So I'm sorry, Mom. I lost my virginity. God. <laughs> Which is rather evident since she's... Procreate Laura as a child. Sorry. Laura. Sorry, just I was giving a note to my mom. mom is finally getting into podcasts. <laughs> She's not listening please, to divorce sex. Please <laughs> do not tell her that you're not a virgin. That I don't have a hymen. Okay. okay. What's her name? I want I want to tell you. Just her first name. Her first name is Karen. I don't believe you. Is it really it, Karen? Yes, it, yes, Karen? It is. Karen. I told her I was a bad liar. I have, no, yeah, I am a little slutty, and I don't have a hymen. Well, by the way, not having a hymen might come first. <laughs> I mean, just saying, I don't have a hymen, and I am a little slutty. What Look, is the, back to the rhetoric? What's the last sexy hymen, labia, vagina, vagina, <laughs> or taint? Ooh, 
I think actually taint would be fine if I didn't know what it was. That's kind of like just a quick taint. That could be good if you didn't know what a taint was. I mean, what do you mean? Better than labia. I hate it's like, that. Oh, I tainted that meeting. Like, how else are you going to yes, use the, I think the taint? If your taint was like this area right here, which I forgot what it is called. Like, if this was your taint, you'd be like, oh, I have a little something. Oh, you've got a little t- Oreo on your taint. I'm growing a little hair on my taint now. i got to get it waxed. <laughs> I have to get my taint waxed. See? Well, we all have to get our taint waxed, honey. This is where the student becomes a teacher. <laughs> we do something on the show because I'm a lawyer. They're called interrogatories. I don't even think you ever had to do them in your divorce. I have no idea They're what legal that means. Questions. Okay, great. Legal great, questions. So great. do you swear to, hold, to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? No. Oh. But okay. I will attempt. Lie to me. Michael Barrett, current boyfriend. Yes, true. How long? A year and a half. Wedding bells? I'm not asking this out of self-interest. Oh, I thought you said wedding bills. Bells. <laughs> like, Those will come later. Are, are, we, are we already kidding? <laughs> I don't... I, I can't believe you. Okay. But, no, never but, say wait, never. Wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. I will say I believe in love and monogamy. And I believe in the commitment of... of uh, with a relationship... But I do struggle, having gone through it a couple of times now, Laura, with the idea of our legal system, like just just making, I like I like I I I struggle with that on kind of a feminist level. I actually. agree. I agree. You do. I Are do. You sure. Yeah, that's why I'm not married. I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, and I also have like, uh, yeah. But anyway, there's there's a, there's a lot there. You can't just throw that out there i also i don't like i told you earlier i'm not crazy about weddings right unless i get to be like the super obnoxious person who doesn't have to be a bridesmaid right oh i can just be like the the date who's like oh weird we regret that 75 (laughs) dollars you're really not lining it up well for jack's bar mitzvah my jack just saying i mean it's in a few years you want to come oh my god dial it back you know dial it back no i'm getting him like (laughs) I don't know, a baby elephant or something. Oh, uh, that's that'll make him excited. Yeah. What's your favorite breakup song? My favorite breakup song. Oh. Forgiveness. <laughs> there is a song that um I love I love War on Drugs. Um I oh. love um there's this song by Broken Social Scene called It's All Gonna Break. that I used to listen to a lot. What would you say to cheer someone up going through a breakup to a friend? Okay, here's the thing about divorce and breakups is that I think that it actually, while it seems like a public failure, that most people are not nearly as judgmental as we think they're going to be. Right. My parents and my family, my loved ones, my friends have all been so supportive when I am terrified to say like, I know I made, like, I believed in this and you supported me and now I failed at this and I'm scared that you will judge me for being a weaker person. But instead people that, and that was, that's been the surprising thing about both my 
divorces. She says but, as though she was. Mm. By the way, I am seeing a pattern here. You are coming to a point, if you don't mind me saying so, in yeah. life where you're realizing that some of the judgment is way more self-inflicted. Oh, completely. Because you, because you probably you witness this every yeah. day, right? Yeah. And you're like that. I'm. This is my decision. This is what I'm doing. I'm. I'm bringing the market cookies. I'm not going to go to the school, whatever. And I'm getting divorced. The and- kindest thing that people have said to me is that that like like this you're really brave yes and as you are and i i don't know about i don't know about that take it yeah i'll take it i'll take it i'll take it all but but i but that but that kind of support of like the idea of being of being in a relationship that had wonderful times and and you know whatever some rocky times or whatever has its has its place in your life and to not be to to be um proactive in acknowledging that like it's t- now it's time for a different stage right and 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 can i still grow at 42 can i still grow yes how tall not much taller just <laughs> wider <you. laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> But um bump. All right. What rom com could you watch on repeat? Oh Jeff's cheering for just friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh I really love uh Bridget Jones's diary and I really love about a boy. I also really love Overboard, the original Overboard. Yeah. And I also I love mine too, but that Goldie Hawn is just like oh, Delicious. God, I know. All right, we have one more game. I'm going to read each headline, and you are going to tell me whether the headline Oof. is true or false. All right, this is going to be tough for me. I'm Ready? not so great with the uh, with the social media. You don't stuff. have to. It's not social media. These right, are right. headlines that we have found in the news. All right, ready? All right, all right. California woman states she's owed half her ex-husband's penis in settlement. Claims extension surgery qualifies as a marital asset. True or false? True. False. Adventurous, free-spirited, and a tiger in bed, dating website founder reveals the qualities sugar daddies are really looking for in their babies. Wait, wait, what? They're looking for sugar in their babies? No, sugar, you know what sugar babies are, sugar daddies? They have these websites you can go on, you can get a sugar baby. So this guy that was the founder of the website says, adventurous, free-spirited, and a tiger in bed. Dating website founder reveals the qualities sugar daddies are really looking for in their babies. Yeah, sure, true. True. Okay. Yeah. Like, they should just put, like, fake tits and tight pussy. Or that. Wife (laughs) cheats on husband and hires undercover cop as hitman. When busted, flees to Canada. Themes of the show, apparently. Husband files for divorce, but wife is never found. Who really hired the hitman? So where's the wife? Never found. In Canada? She's probably in Regina. She's probably frozen under the She's snow. She's in somebody's Regina. <laughs> She's disappeared. That's false. Who really That's hit- the longest Wait, false but, but, headline but, but you I've can't, ever... You can't say who really hired the hitman with a true or false answer. I, I, yes, I, like, I don't know. Giorgio hired the f***ing hitman. Uh, who hired the fitman? Right, John did. Listen. And I just called him a fit man. <laughs> this is how worked up I'm getting. Fit. Let him go. 
Woman files to divorce husband after a six-year marriage because he doesn't like Disney's Frozen. All right, Laura, this feels like a trap within a trap. <laughs> would you like me to read it again, Anna? What state? I would like to know. <laughs> because do they have – we have three options here, as I know, here in California – to file for divorce. One of them uh, is not, uh, did you like Frozen? <laughs> you could make that one of the irreconcilable differences cited. Uh-huh. And how well does that work? It is a true headline, Anna. It is a true headline. Let it go. <laughs> uh, what the f*** is that crazy? Really? I know. How does that even get known? So she loved that song enough? The whole movie. The whole Evidently. movie. That she, and he didn't, which he couldn't just keep his mouth shut about it? How often are we watching this movie in a six-year marriage? So he gets home from work or whatever. She gets home from work. The kids are watching Frozen for like the 800th time or whatever. And he's like, I can't take this anymore. And she's like, what? what's, what's wrong? Like, like, you don't like princesses? Done. I'm calling Laura Wasser. Yeah. <laughs> People always say like, what's the craziest story you've ever heard? Now I finally have one. Husband loses wife in a poker bet. Wife files for divorce and falls for winner. Ooh, that's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at poker, but <laughs> I mean, don't you hope the winner's like I a hope big, be a fat guy with a gun, a like hairy and a cigar? It's like the black stallion and I'm the little <laughs> statue. <laughs> true or false? Uh, I, I don't know. True. Yeah, it's true. Okay, wait, right. what's the most common, though, that you've experienced with divorce? I mean, it's... it's People a- that don't like Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... but, but Someone but refusing to get a boom job. Oh, mm. man. <laughs> <laughs> no problem there with me. <laughs> but, but wait, well, but is it... I mean, don't you think that especially in Los Angeles, um, that because everyone... Because there's, it's such a career, self-absorbed town, um, and there is like the, uh, the, like the, 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 it's all, it's like your your own small business essentially, and you have to hustle or whatever, and to to get more work, and and we all experience it, I think, in a different way, and that's why I like weirdly depressing news because it makes me feel like there are things that are bigger yes than um than than my life um making faces and saying other people's words but um but i imagine that that has a huge not because because i'm sure infidelity has a lot to do with it but with the divorce cases that you see but also it's truly like it's like the individual drive of like of ambition and how you, how that, how you, um, oh God, I was about to say marry that with a, with another partner though. Right. Like when you, and how you have, don't want to feel like you're, I've heard so many people say like, she's holding me back. No, she's not holding you back. Or is she? I mean, I don't know. Or, or we've grown apart and I'm, there's no judgment on this, but that definitely happens a lot, even more than the infidelity. Infidelity comes next. Like I've always said, in a relationship, you want to get out before you do something really hurtful to the other person. Really start treating like, them like shit, cheating on them, making them feel stupid, whatever. You, you hope that you can do that in some 
way, shape, or form. But yes, that idea of growing apart in a town like this, many people all over this country have become what I like to call the protagonists of their own reality show. They're like, it's, they're, it's all about them and what's happening with them and whatever. Don't know if it's good or bad. Just know that's now how we've been kind of taught to see the world is I'm my own Kardashian or my own Vanderpump or my own I, I, real housewife. It's me and then everybody that I have a talking this, the sun. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, yes, that absolutely happens. And I think that does cause to a breakdown if somebody's not moving as quickly or as slowly or whatever or isn't as content where they are in their life. And the, in that degree of like, like, how do you in in such a self absorbed world or town or whatever, how do you extend generosity to your partner and and appreciation? Yeah, yeah. I tell you how. I'll tell you how. Oh, oh God! <laughs> a warm towel after a shower. Wow, that was so. I could get a little sexier. A little. Oh, couldn't get. Yeah, a, couldn't are. get less. Oh yeah. I'll tell you. Anna, thank you so much for being here today on Divorce. <laughs> Robert Offer is going to be like, "What?" No, Robert Offer. I promise you, is still going to say, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> I know he told. Yeah, he like, were you in? Wait, you went to Canada? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aren't you from Canada? <laughs> One last thing, though, about the idea of divorce being. A new beginning. I love that philosophy. That is our philosophy. Both that it's over easy and on divorce sucks. It's totally important that people know that because it can't just be an end. It can't. We have little kids. We have next chapters. We have all kinds of things to do. It can't just be the end. That's not how it works. I became so much closer to certain members of my family after both my divorces. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a divorcee. I live in Hollywood, California. And everywhere she goes, she wears yeah. a slip dress yes. and a fur coat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell us how we can stay up to date with you. Thank you for listening to um, to me and my annoying stories. Um, check out CBS's Mom. And, uh, and please also check out my book called On Affairs is Unqualified. Yes. Which I think is available on Amazon. It's why, available. Why would I say I think? It is available it's, it's on Amazon. Available. I'm her lawyer, and I'm telling you yeah. it's available on Amazon. And also, we are giving away one free signed by somebody copy of Anybody. It's a random person. <laughs> Someone will be signing that book. Um, and you can win it. How can you win it, Johnny? Tell our listeners. You can go onto our social media at It's Over Easy and find out more details about how you can win the autographed copy of Anna Faris' book. Yes, and I will sign it. But but hey, Laura, have you had anybody in a podcast that's been like a like two-time divorcee? Do I get like some kind of special award like with you? Uh, like you represented me twice? Like, yeah, uh, well, you can win a signed copy of yours, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be that way. I will tell you that, you know, your next prenup, you're going to get the friends and family discount, which is great. We had Kate Hudson on. She's got three kids with three different what, dads. What so the, she f- that the f- didn't I get that before? What? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't but, get the friends and family discount I before. I think maybe you I did, even... actually. I think you did. Oh, you did. All right. You did. All right. Thanks for I'm, listening I'm to Divorce yes. Sucks. Hey, thank you guys as well. And and for those and of you out there what? in the know. Laura did not give me the friends and family discount. <laughs>
who are following getting our charged for this right playlist. now. No, you're not getting charged with this. You're not a client of the firm. On Spotify, more music, including Honest Pick, are coming up. If there's something you'd like to hear more of or something you'd prefer never to hear again. Yeah, Laura. Forgiveness. Yeah. It, yeah. Tell us on iTunes. Yeah, is more than charging bills. <laughs> I am a loyal client All right, to you. I'll send you some back. I'll get married four more Jesus, times. I guess we're not getting the baby elephant in the next orbit. Sorry. And just remember, divorce, folks, is not the end. It's the beginning. I'll tell you next week yeah, on the Divorce the beginning. podcast. It's the beginning of Wasser. the realization <laughs> of mortality. Oh Have we're a great gonna die. week. Get a floor that's 100% waterproof for life without sacrificing the style you want. The Home Depot has Pergo Outlast Plus laminate starting at just $279 a square foot. With 22 designer colors, Pergo Outlast Plus can fit any style in any room beautifully. And you can rest easy because it's waterproof. Get Pergo Outlast Plus starting at just $279 a square foot at the number one Pergo waterproof laminate flooring retailer. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See warranty for details.